it under 100. Folks, welcome back to the Keep It Under 100 podcast. I'm your host, Dan Slater. My co-host, AJ, is uh, at a random hotel wedding dinner in Nashville, so he actually won't be joining us today. But in his place, the Bobes. Kyle, what's What's up? What's going on? Where is AJ? AJ's in Nashville, man. He's at a wedding, and he uh, he, he was scheduled. I thought he was a co-host. He was. He was scheduled to join us, but uh, he got his uh, time zones mixed up and uh, won't be on. But he sent me his picks, so we are good to go. So we're going to talk about NFL, NCAA from last week. Um, we're going to recap our picks that are just fire from last week. So be sure to fade us this week. And then uh, we're going to get a little bit later, uh, we're just going to play an interview that I had with David Sukenik from the Mitten Golf Tour, who I mentioned a little bit earlier, actually on episode 13 of the podcast. Had him on for an interview, found out a little bit more about the Mitten Tour and, you know, what it is, what they do, and what they're trying to do. So, but before we do that... As always, state of the game. Kyle, you've been playing any golf? Uh, I haven't actually. It's been since since league ended uh, a couple weeks ago. And that was what the last week of August. So what you've been what three, three weeks? The sixteenth. I, I gotta own. get out, and I have, I've had the itch too. I I ended league playing great. Um, I got a guys trip next weekend. Where are you going? It's, uh, Manistee, Manistee. Oh, National. Manistee National. I've heard good things. Yep. What's yep. Uh, what's the format? Um, it's actually called the man, the winner, the winner becomes the man for the weekend. I love and it. for the following year, 365 days. Okay. Um, but it's just a 18 hole, well, the actual man tournament, 18 holes. Just gross, ball, just gross ball score. Down, okay. Grow, yep. So we get up there Thursday, practice round, um, own balls, we'll probably follow up with a, uh, scramble, nine hole scramble. Yeah. Um, the man is on the next day, 18 hole, followed up again, 9, 10, 11, 12 hole uh, yeah. scramble till it's dark. Whatever, whatever daylight yeah. you got. And then uh, Saturday, we usually do a little team format. Decided up there, probably a two man two man scrambles mostly. Two man scrambles. Uh, yep. Okay. And then just golf till, you, till it's dark. Well, you got to find some time to get out then. You oh, I'm going to get out. I okay. only got about seven days, but. Okay. Yeah, you can't go. None through. of my buddies ever want to get out with me. Okay, well, you don't ever text me. I play every week. Where's Where's the text? You were busy last week. I had I had uh, room on my uh, Saturday. I'm busy this Saturday too. Exactly. I played Saturday and I asked you about this. I Saturday. might do a six a.m. round. That'd be sweet. I don't. I, I might go out I, by myself. Never have, but I've done it a couple times. You know what's good is get some like activity like sportswear headphones. Just go out and listen to music and play. Play two, like, play yeah, two balls. But it's fun, man. I've, I've only done it twice. I couldn't I, do it, I don't think. I did it once in the winter. Only one time did I do it in the middle of the golf season. Back when, like, Romeo Golf Club was still open. I went and did it one time. Really? Yeah. <laughs> the, thing, the thing that's the worst is usually you're going to play good in those situations. And you can never, like, you might as well not even keep score. Because if you go and tell someone, oh, yeah, I had a putt at, like, my best score ever. They're going to be like, well, playing oh. two balls. No, I know, but like even if you played one ball and you shot your yeah. best score ever, you can't tell anybody that because then they're gonna be like, okay, yeah, sure. 
Nobody was there to see it, but you shot your best score ever. No one really cares anyways. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, I got two rounds lined up this weekend. I'm going to Oxford Hills, which I've never been to, on Saturday. And then Sanctuary Lake on Sunday. So I got, I got to get ready. Like, cause like you'll hear in the in the interview later, I'm playing in the Mitten Golf Tour Tour Championship next Sunday at uh, Fieldstone. So I got to be ready. You're not in Fieldstone for a for a warm up. I tried, but they didn't have any tee times. No. I waited too long. So probably the rest of the field's getting out. Exactly, there. <laughs> they're all getting a leg up on me. But luckily, I played it like three times this year, so I know the course well enough. Anyway, uh, so let's let's jump right in. Let's. Uh, before we get into the actual picks, let's just talk, you know, anything crazy that you saw or anything that jumped out at you, you know, NFL week one last week, NCAA week two. Uh, obviously the big headliners to me, uh, Florida State losing at home. They suck. <laughs> to who was Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State. ND has that, uh, Notre Dame has that close call against Toledo. So at this point, you're really wondering how good is, is Notre Dame. Well, squeaking by uh, Florida State. Exactly. Yeah, we'll, we'll hit on Notre Dame later. Actually. Okay. And then um, on the college or on the pro side, Bills give up a huge first half lead against the Steelers. They lose, and I think the story of the weekend probably is New Orleans with Jameis, famous Jameis Winston, just blow out Green Bay to the point oh, yeah. where you're thinking like there's Aaron Rodgers might be tanking. Well, you know who that sucks for, right? The Lions had in there Monday night. Of course, you know, like the, it only it only happens to where you got Aaron Rodgers coming on honestly the worst though, game of his career. Honestly though, the Lions, I think they're in a good spot. Like, good spot. People are going to be betting Green Bay, thinking exactly how you're thinking. But you know what, Green Bay didn't do at all. Stop the run, even a little bit. Granted, they're going to be at home, and it's going to be an early surge. Yeah, but, but I mean. They were that's so lot. bad. That's a lot of points for a team that scored three points. I'm not touching that game. I'm, I'm not either, but if I was, if it gets to 12 and a half, 13, I'm going to take the Lions. It might sure. be my survivor pick, though, Green Bay, but I would give up that for the Lions to win at Green Bay on oh, Monday night. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Dan man. Campbell's first win. With yeah. The... Jared Goff is bad, man. Guy sucks. Can't throw the ball more than 20 he yards. Lo- 15, he loves. Yards. No one loves. Anything more than Jared Goff loves a two-yard pass, like it's brutal. Like there was, so I was at the game, and multiple times they run like a, they kind of flood the one side of the field. So you have like a two-yard route, you have like a kind of a 12, 15-yard route, then you have a guy coming across the field doing kind of a deep, a deep drag, and ten times out of ten he's dropping the ball down to the two-yard route. And there's people open, man. He just does not want yeah, to take shots, and I don't know if that's just kind of ingrained in his thinking from when he was with McVay or what, but he has to realize that if they're going to win any games, he's got to take shots. Absolutely. I mean, was that was was 49ers kind of in a pre-event second half and he's dunking underneath? or? I mean, there's got to be some of that. They were up by 28 points. You know they're not letting yeah. anybody behind them. You know that that was there. He's got that one pass he just throws down the left, down the left sideline, like right. 30, 40 yards. Right. It's like his bailout. Right. Um, so, I mean, the one encouraging thing, though, I mean, the Lions ran the ball well. Which, I don't even know if that's encouraging. The fact that they ran the ball so well and still got killed. I mean, the defense a, isn't going to do anything. No, the defense is bad. And Goff, the guy's not throwing downfield, but he, he throws a pick six. You can't 
If you're going to be a game well, manager like that, he got killed on that play. Even if you didn't, you stone right up the middle. There's two guys there. You're going to be a game manager. You can't give them. Can't turn like the that. ball over. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I don't know. It, we knew what we were getting though. Like he's a viable like bridge to whoever the next guy is going to be. Like he's nothing yeah, well, special. The next but guy could be Justin Fields, but not interested. You're not? No. You're also not interested in Taylor Heineke. I'll take him all day over uh, Jared Goff. I would take the Giants tonight. You're not taking Taylor Heineke over Jared Goff. Yeah, I would. No he way. has way more potential now. No way. No way. This is taped before he uh, beats the Giants, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm, just staying, that I'm staying off that game. Also, though. if he sucks tonight, just delete this this uh, portion. <laughs> I'm not doing I'm staying on there, so you're in it. Uh, I'm staying off that game just because this pod probably won't be out before the game starts, but... If I had to bet this game and I'm getting like three and a half, four, I'm taking the Giants. I'm not. Well, I'm not betting it either, but I would say. If you get it, I mean, obviously. I would buy down to three if you can get it at a good yeah. price. But, I mean, getting three points with the Skins preseason, uh, they were pretty favorable preseason. That's going to go back to some of my picks for the actual bets. But um, you got to think about, like, if you ignore week one, what would this what would this spread yeah. be like? Like, Washington, Washington with Fitzpatrick, probably a decent odds in the division. Like, I have a bet with a buddy that I got Washington to win the division, and then Ryan Fitzpatrick has this freak hip injury yeah. where he's done. And I think they might probably would have lost that game anyways, but yeah, and Giants lose like badly too. Yeah, Denver. I think more to lose today would be the Skins. Yeah, for sure. Um, and for that reason, I mean, if you keep the number three within three for the push, at I least mean, for three, a field goal, but. Three seems about right, but I'd be with you. Like, two and a half, I'll take the skins all day. Three and a half, four, I'll just take the Giants and flip a coin. Like, Yeah, I'd rather just stay off. Yeah, I agree. Okay, well, let's uh, let's get right into the picks. We have our uh, our segment that we started a couple weeks ago, Time to Lose Some Money. But uh, if you took our picks last week, you weren't losing any money. Because the only bet we lost last week was... Uh, was when we went against each other, and that was me taking Iowa State, and Kyle and AJ were both on Iowa. So as a pod in total, including my Iowa State bet, we were 14-1. and So be sure to fade these picks because... I was 5-0. Odd, you were 5-0. 9-1 in the year. You it, forgot it, to mention that. AJ was 5-0. I was 4-1. I think I'm 5-3 and three on the year, but... Just be sure to fade the picks this, might this be week. Bad. We're about to come back. We're about to come back. <laughs> when I got eight games in hand, uh, yeah. under uh, over five hundred, it's yeah. We're we're about to come, level out. We're about to come back to earth real hard. But anyway, let's uh, let's hit the, the let's hit the college slate first. Why don't you why don't you kick us off with uh, with your picks? You want me to just go down my uh, just go down card. your college whatever your college card is. Hit me with it. Okay, I got a I have a five team card. I'm gonna go through four right now because the fifth I'm not too, I'm not 100 convinced on it yet. I'm gonna. You're gonna just snap decision. Well, I might possibly hop onto one of yours if you give some good uh, analysis to it. Okay. But, uh, I'll go through my four. My, uh, I'll start it off with. I'll just start from, uh, from the noon game. So, I got to take state getting the six and a half. Might it might actually be down to six now. So MSU, plus six and a half at Miami. Got yeah. uh, got some some coworkers that that are going to the game. They went down, and played stream song, and then they're going to the, the game. State fans? 
Yeah. See, I mean, that stadium might be... Uh, no, that's going to be Miami. <laughs> you yeah. think they want to go to watch football games at noon down in Miami? They go to bed at 5 a.m. That's true. So, I think I just think that state offense is is great. I mean, I mean that quarter the quarterback looks good. QB, the backs, they got three stud wideouts. I'd for say sure. for sure. Um, I think the defense is all right. I I generally think this is going to be a pretty tight game. Yeah. Um, so I would take the points, six and a half. Okay. Even six, I'd take the points all day. Okay. What else you got? Um, I said we'd touch on ND, Notre Dame. Okay. And this actually might be my lock. Oh, man. I'm taking Notre Dame minus seven. Wow. Versus Purdue. So here's my that. here's my rationale here. They squeak by those first two games, you know, whatever, yeah. three-point win, three-point win. Toledo, I think, right? Were they, at, they were at home against Toledo, too, weren't they? Yeah, probably. Um, they have a fucking juggernaut schedule coming up. They have at Wisconsin... They play Cincy at home. They're they're going to Vatek, USC, North Carolina. My USC's down a little bit. Still a big Fired game. North Carolina, big game. They need to put a put a beat down this week. This is their only chance. I mean, people say it might be a look ahead, but you're not doing a look ahead for five straight tough games. You know? Yeah. No, that's true. This is the game they have to put one on somebody. Yeah, make a statement like a at least. And, okay. You know, they got to beat their ass essentially. I mean, I'm not. I'm hardly betting any games at seven, but like, for my like minus one twenty, one thirty, I'll buy that to six and a half all day. I could see that. What else you got? Yep. Um, I'm gonna skip my my questionable pick for now. Okay. Um, I like Boise State minus three and a half versus uh, Oklahoma State. Boise's at home. Loved how they looked week one versus uh, Central Florida. On the blue turf, the offense, tough. the offense is is good. They Lane, I think thirty five against UTEP last week, beat their ass. They yeah. they slowed down in the second half, which I didn't like, but they, you can't slow down against. Uh, I haven't seen anything related to Oklahoma State. I don't really know much about this game. What did Oklahoma State do so far? Uh, I think they beat Hawaii. Maybe I'll look them up. Not really worried about them. <laughs> I like. I'm it. taking the three and a half, or Lane the three and a half. The blue turf, obviously, I like it at three, which I think this one might even be trending up to up towards four, also. But I think Boise State's pretty damn good this year. I mean, anytime you're betting them on the blue turf, you're probably getting maybe even a little disadvantage on the spread, just because I think people probably overvalue them on the blue turf. So Oklahoma State's two and zero. Oh, they beat Tulsa by five. And they Tulsa's beat, actually pretty good, but and they beat Missouri, Missouri State by seven. That's the red flag right <laughs> there. Didn't even know Missouri State had a football team. Anyway, all right, what else you got? Um, I also have Fresno State getting eleven and a half at UCLA. I think Ooh. it's a big letdown spot here for uh, for the Bruins. Ooh, I like that. Uh, Fresno, that's be a, that's Fresno be a, looked good at Oregon. They did. Uh, they stayed with them. They came back, I think, for four, 14 down early. That's um, going to be a big fade the public pick. I like that. And Well, I mean, UCLA, they're coming off two big wins. For sure. I think you're going to keep it close within, I think, within 10. Where is it? Is it at UCLA? It's at UCLA, yep. Mm. In the Rose Bowl. That's tough. I mean, how good do you think UCLA is? I think, I think UCLA is pretty damn good. Yeah, but, I mean, you know how it goes. 
Yeah. All right. You want to save your pick then? Your other one? Yeah, I got a couple leans too that... That's fine. Let, let's get into the leans after. Let's get all the all picks right. out there. So uh, AJ sent me his picks, so I don't technically have his rationale, but AJ is pretty consistent. Let me see. Let me guys over, over, over. No. Over, oh, he's, he's over. Only, he's only got two overs. We, we know we, we, all, we hate to bet the unders. Uh, he does have the UCF Louisville over 67.5. Don't hate that play. And he does have the Buffalo Coastal over 58. Anytime you're betting a Coastal over, I'm in on that. Coastal is just a fun team, right, to, yeah. fun team to root for. He's also on Coastal, minus 14, which I don't think Buffalo is very good. And I think this line might be... That's a rat line, you're saying? Yeah, I agree. Like, well, uh, Buffalo, this line looks too low. Buffalo, going back to like how we said preseason, uh, Buffalo oh, was, yeah. a, was a pretty... They were a pretty solid... Um, Team coming yeah. into the year. Yeah. The problem is that you, a team that scores three points against Nebraska, that, that's Buffalo. Right. And you, you, like, going into that, you just, like, think about it. You're going in as a better and be like, wait a minute. Buffalo scored three points last week against Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, all right, fine. I'll take Coastal minus 14. Coastal. The only thing what scares me, honestly, about Coastal, they, you, need, you need Coastal on like a Thursday, Friday night. Yeah. I don't want Coastal, Coastal might Saturdays. be that good, though. I, I, love want, I want Thursday night, Friday night Coastal. Games. I love that quarterback. That guy's sweet. McCall. Oh, absolutely. Can't stand his mohawk. But anyway, uh, AJ is also on Tulane plus 14. Who are they playing? They're playing Ole Miss. They're playing Ole Miss. It's, a, it's kind of a similar line. To at Ole Miss, so he's got him at 14. On the road. I wish he was here because my, one of my leans is Ole Miss. Okay. Just, That's what we need more of. We need more going against each other. Okay, so I'm he, heavy on Ole Miss this year uh, with the quarterback winning Heisman, Matt Corral. With I've, I've, seen a couple, I've seen a couple uh, articles already. Is, uh, is that quarterback the next Lions QB? Oh, well, it changes every week. At first, it was in the North Carolina quarterback. Well, Sam guy. Howell. I like yeah. That. I like Sam Howell. It's one bad game. But I think Ole Miss, they, they're, they won't stop scoring points. Right. The over on that one might be a nice play. Yeah, I don't know um, much about two that, And then, so AJ's, AJ's last pick is, I think, a team we all like. I, I don't know quite if they're an overall national public team, but Cincinnati. Favored. That's my that's my last lead. As favored well. three and a half at Indiana. So Cincinnati coming in number eight team in the country. At well, a, that's at a shocking big, line as well. At a Big Ten team. Yeah, like, but, but I would I would put that line that line should be at like six and a half seven. I think. Like I think Cincinnati is probably that good, but it's just it's just a shock to the system. You know, it's like is Cincinnati really going to go into they, a Big Ten school and just beat their ass? They. I have another Heisman hopeful with who I'm on. Uh, the Riddler. I think 35 to 1. Uh, Desmond Ritter. But the Riddler. They hit, since he, I think, has two games that they need to win, this was one of them. They probably, they probably wish IU was undefeated. You know, you don't want to yeah. kind of get a little bit of expectations I, down. But they got them, and then they got ND in a, in a couple of weeks. But Man, that'll be a good game. I thought I, about since. I don't like that. I don't like that number. If honestly. I can get I wish it, it was at... If I can get it at three, or maybe I put them in like a money line parlay, but it's just a tough line on the road. I'll probably end up taking. I'm not putting them on my card though now. Yeah. Now no, I agree. my two leans are gone, so I'm gonna stick with probably 
probably my fifth one unless you, you give me something good. Okay. Well, so I only got three college plays. One of them is I'm just going to the well, and that's my hashtag fade UConn. Can that team score points? They cannot score points. I think they have like six points in two games. Yeah, I think zero, honestly. I'm taking Army. Minus 34 against UConn. That's my first play. Because UConn is terrible. They might actually be the worst team in the country. Minus and Army is somehow putting up just a well, What's the over-under on that? It looks like... It's not a lot. It's like... 48? Yeah. So... So what is that? 40, 40 to 10? Yeah. So... I'll, I'm taking Army. Days, Army's putting up a bunch of points this year. They look good. UConn continues to look terrible. So I'll be on them. I'm going to go against you on uh, Miami and State. This is just a line where the public is all over State. So I Miami hasn't looked particularly good, and I don't think Notre Dame's all that good, and State's looked great. But State has played two home games, so I'm just going to go against the public and say State going... North to South, my Derek King, different type of offense. Like, I'm going to take Miami to cover the touchdown. And then uh, my other pick is really a fade the public play, too, because normally in the Big Ten you wouldn't see this kind of spread, hoping Peters plays. But uh, I'm going to take Illinois plus 7.5 at home against Maryland, who looks really good. So I hate I hate all <laughs> of my Peter's picks. Back? He almost played last week. But I don't know. Either way. The backup might be better than him anyway. No, they both kind of suck. They do. I think Maryland's good, but... I like Maryland, too. I'm just going to take Illinois, plus seven yeah, and a half, because I'm going to fade, I'm gonna fade, no the, I'm gonna fade <laughs> the public. My other leans, what I, the Notre Dame-Purdue game seemed Which a little... Way? I was going to say Notre Dame if I do bet that game. And then the other one that stuck out to me was Bama-Florida, which... I don't care that it's at Florida. Like, if Clemson can't stay within 14 of Bama, or if Georgia... Clemson, sorry. No, it was Georgia-Clemson. Who did Bama play week one? Miami. Who you're on against, though. Right. Like, is Florida that much better than Miami? I don't think Bama is all that... I think Bama is that good. I mean, they're not what they... They're not going to be what they usually are. I think they might be better. (laughs) I think their defense is that What's good. But anyway, that's a lane. It's, I know it's, it's 14. If 14, I get it 13 and a half, I'll probably sprinkle on it, but that's not one of my official plays. So, I like anyway. the, the over, I think, would be nice in that. Yeah. I think it's less than what the Miami game was, but probably because you got two SEC defenses, but yeah, I'll take two SEC offenses nowadays. Any, anything else stick out to you in college? I guess I'll go with my last pick here to get a five five card. Okay. I'll stay off. I still do like Ole Miss minus 14. I like Cincy minus three and a half. But, and this this might be a problem for me. I like I like betting the big games. Uh, okay. You know, a lot of you guys go, like, off the board and right. bet some random-ass teams. Yeah. Um, I like betting big games with, cl- with, with close numbers. Okay. So, I'm going to say fuck Penn State. I'm going to Auburn plus five and a half. Ooh. Mostly, I know it's a whiteout. Auburn looked good. Mostly, I... The James Franklin rumors going to USC. This game, he's. I think they're gonna lose, and then those rumors are gonna fucking stop. You know, the guy. I don't. I'm not a fan of James Franklin. I, like I don't Auburn. care about Auburn. The good. Auburn has two stud running backs. Penn like, State should have lost to Wisconsin. Wisconsin fucking turnovers and yeah. missed field goals and missed opportunities. I think. 
I don't think Penn State's all that good. The only they have the whiteout going for them, but I'll take the SEC team all day. Getting getting five and a half. Okay. So, so yeah, got, I'm keeping that. So you got five official plays. AJ has five official plays. I have three for college. Now let's get to the NFL. So I'll uh, I'll kick us off. I'm uh, this is this is kind of my up down slash fade the public theory. Cleveland home opener versus Houston minus twelve and a half. Houston probably has like one of the worst rosters in the NFL. I think they had a great week. They had a great game plan last week against a really bad Jacksonville team. And I think Cleveland's going to bounce back big at home. I'll take them minus 12.5 at home. A lot of points. Don't matter. Cleveland's that good. I kind of do like that because I think the Jags suck. I think they're bad. Uh, I think Cleveland's offensive and defensive line are awesome. And I think they're going to cause a lot. Also, honestly, I I could see the Texans winning like two games. Right, two three games this year, so like that that was essentially a must win for him in week right. one. You know, yeah. Uh, my second pick is same thing, bounce back. I'm going Buffalo minus three and a half at Miami. I know they're on the road. They blew a big lead against Pittsburgh. I think you're going to see more of what Buffalo was last year. And honestly, I, I just don't think two is that good. I think Miami's defense is decent, but if Tua has to go win you the game, I don't think he can do it. And I'll take Buffalo. So I'll take Buffalo minus three and a half. And then my dip special of the week, six-point game. Or six points in each game. It's basically just taking two teams to win. I'm taking Seattle and Pittsburgh both at home from minus five and a half to plus a half. So basically Seattle and Pittsburgh to win. And I'll take Seattle at, Seattle at home any day of the week. And Pittsburgh, I think, is just a little better than I thought they were. Their their defense is just solid. Also, and, yeah, I do like that because the Ra- that Raiders game that the finish to that game. Yeah, Raiders should have lost that game. They're 10 feeling times. so good that they got get, they got away with that. And it was night. their home opener on Monday night, like first game with fans in Vegas, and now they got to go to Pittsburgh. They're traveling all the way across. Yeah, Pittsburgh. I'll I would take, take. I'll take Pittsburgh. I think I'm gonna add. I'm adding Pittsburgh to my card minus six. Okay. What else, what else you got for NFL? AJ doesn't have anything for NFL. He doesn't bet NFL. So I got. I just looked at it today, but I got a couple I locked in. But I like to wait. I usually do them Sunday mornings, man, when I wake up. But so what are the official plays? You need official plays. If you want, if you want to get in, you, they don't have to go on record. AJ doesn't bet NFL, so if you don't want to bet NFL, I got a fine. couple that I like. Okay. What do you got? I think the Rams minus three and a half at Indianapolis. Indianapolis did not look they great. Look terrible. And Stafford's the man. And that, Stafford that, that, that man's offense. offense. And the defense, though. Yeah. Also, like, I think the Rams might win, like, 13 games. You know, like. I, t- I said on the last pod, my call is in an all-L.A. Super Bowl. Rams-Chargers. Yeah, where is the game? In L.A.? It's in L.A. <laughs> that'd be, yeah, su- that'd be that sick. <laughs> Herbert is so good. I can see that. And then my other lean is uh, if the Lions game gets to 12 or 12 and a half, I'm just going to... Don't do it. Dude. I'm going to do it. Don't do it. I'll be disappointed, and they're probably going to lose. Know you're, what, you know what's going to happen, right? Yeah, they're going to... Rodgers no, is going to score 38. It's gonna you're going like, to go probably... You'll go probably 4, four and 12 in, in picks over Saturday and Sunday, and then you'll see that Monday Monday night game. Oh, yeah. like, oh shit, i got to get, get my money back. Warm it up. <laughs> you know what's going to happen. I could see it playing out exactly like that Niners game. 
I could see Packers, Aaron Rodgers just being on fire and getting out to a huge I lead. I can see the guy smirk right now running up the fucking field. Yeah, him. I hate it. Or on the sideline. But I don't know. Maybe the Lions defense found something at the end of that game. Granted, it's a whole different story covering Rodgers and Devontae Adams as it is covering Jimmy Garoppolo and Debo Samuel, but... That's a lean, though. Not an official yep. play. I'll probably jump on it and lose, but whatever. So, I got two in there. I got two plays. You got two plays? No, do I? It, do you? What do you yeah, want? No, do I? I you... got the Rams and I got the Steelers. So, far, I'm going to take one more. Okay. Rams minus three. Steelers minus five and a half. Okay. I, I'm taking Eagles plus three at home. First <sighs> Niners. I was thinking about that, but... It doesn't that, follow your up-down theory. That's a sucker play right there. When you're getting three at home in the NFL... I like the Eagles, too. I think they're solid. They have a great offensive line, and their defense is solid. But and they, they, they can gash that uh, run D like the Lions did. I think you're underrating how good the Lions' offensive line is. I think... <laughs> I'm still getting three points. Okay. Here. No, that's fine. I, you want to talk me out of it? No, I don't. I'm not going to bet that I only game. Have, I only have one note on that game. Running game can gash the Niners. <laughs> <laughs> but, you're, but that's what I'm saying. You're basing that I like on... getting three points. If no, I agree. Two, if it was and it's a home two, team, home opener. I'm all for that. But I think the, Nin- I, I think the Niners are better than the outcome of the last game. No, I think the Niners are great. They'll, they'll be better once Trey Lance is in. And but... I think the Falcons are terrible. So yeah, I, 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 I really don't know I think know the how... Eagles are good, though. I think the Eagles Jaylen are good. Hurts. Yeah, we'll see. You sure? We'll see. I'm not sure, but we'll see. All right. I'm taking the Eagles plus three. Nope. You guys heard it. Those are the plays. Uh, Kyle? Fuck, I hate him. <laughs> Thanks for coming <laughs> on. AJ, I'm sure... Uh, I really hope AJ goes 0-5, but uh, at the same time, I hope he has a good time at his, uh, his wedding in Nashville. And uh, Where is he, anyway? He's in Nashville. Thought he was a co-host. Yeah. Well, we'll have to ask him about that next week. Uh, we'll probably get into some Ryder Cup stuff next week. A lot of stuff going around with uh, some Kepka quotes from Golf Magazine and, you know, Bryson training for the long drive. We're not going to get into it. Next week is Ryder Cup week. We're going to get into it. But without further ado, we will jump into my interview with uh, David Sukenik. Cheers. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, we have David Sukenik here from the Mitten Golf Tour. David, how are you? Good, Dan. How are you doing? Not too bad. I'm uh, ready for the Ryder Cup, but it's still so nice out. It's still uh, still golf weather for us here in Michigan. So. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I love fall golf. It's probably uh, probably my favorite part of the golf season. So. If you can keep forward to a good uh, September October. If you can keep it in the fairway, it's it is the. The funnest, but that we hit in the rough, yeah, and then you can never find your in the leaves. Exactly. All right. Well, uh, so I've played. I mentioned the Mitten Golf Tour on a much earlier episode, probably like right around episode ten, when we played an event over on the west side. I I, I play in three, four of them a year, um, and it's it's a great time. It's a great format. It's good for all skill levels. But uh, I just wanted to pick your brain a little more about, you know, how it started. And why don't we just start with what it actually is? So for everybody listening, what is the Mitten Golf Tour if they haven't played in it? Yeah, uh, so I I like to say we we basically host uh, two-man or two-person tournaments 
courses in in the state. Uh, so most of our events uh, have a two man scrimmage format, but we do uh, we do mix it up. So the I think you're playing in a tour championship next week at at Fieldstone, and that's actually a, a 36 hole event where the first 18 holes will be a, a modified alternate shot. And then we flight teams after after that 18 holes, and then the second 18 is a scramble. So we do like to mix up the different formats. Um, yeah, I don't. I, so I, so I know it, you said it started or it started in 2018, and I played last year in my first couple of events, and that I my schedule was kind of tight. I didn't know if I was going to be able to play in the tour championship this year, but as soon as I saw that the format was going to include that modified alternate shot, I would. I made time because I'm really curious to see how that plays out. Yeah, it's a it's a blast if you haven't played in it before. I mean, it's it's a little bit less intense than a than a true alternate shot, uh, where you you know you have one player teeing off on each hole. So the the yeah. modified alternate shot, at least you get uh, both of, both you and your partner will get to tee off on on each hole. Yeah, and then you pick the best tee shot, and then it's alternate shot in from there. So it's Which... it's a it is a fun format. It kind of gets the. Uh, the, the pressure is a little bit higher than in a two-man scramble. Oh, for sure, right. and it it helps the uh, kind of the higher handicaps with the modified, where you both get to tee off, just because you you get you know twenty twenty-five handicaps out there with true alternate shot, and you, it could be a long round. Yeah, yeah, the modified at least lets you hopefully get a ball in play off the tee, and then uh, right. try your luck from there. Right. So, you, so, so you guys do east. East and West Michigan events, right? So it's a full a full schedule basically on each side each side of the state. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, I'm I'm in Grand Rapids on the west side. Um, so I when we started this thing, I you know I knew I wanted to host some events out here, uh, but also you know the Metro Detroit area is a bigger bigger area to draw players from. So I figured I'd I'd start some events over over on uh, your side as well. Yeah, I mean, and uh, it's gone gone really well and and been able to kind of. Uh, maintain two schedules which has been fun yeah i mean it's 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 fantastic and for people that you know just love competition in general and you know or maybe not you know the scratch level they're not playing college they're not playing mini tours that kind of thing this is just this is perfect just to get some competition it gives everybody a chance to win some money and you still get that that competitive competitive tournament feel when you're playing in them so it's i i enjoy it a lot it's so why don't you tell us a little bit how it started like was it your idea? Is it just you? Is it a team of people who, how did it start? Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of evolved over the last couple of years. Uh, we, we started it, uh, I guess about three years ago now at the end of 2018. Okay. Um, the, the idea just came from, you know, I, I went, I went to, I grew up here in, in West Michigan and Grand Rapids, uh, was kind of a, an average player on a, on a pretty good high school team. You know, maybe like a four handicap somewhere in there. Okay. And uh, you know, so during college, I'd play in some some individual events, and then a couple of buddies and I would play in. Um, there were a couple couple courses that would host these two man uh, scrambles. Uh, just ra- Park hosted a few. Just random that, events that they would host throughout the summer or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, so we played in a couple of those, and, and we just kind of found ourselves always wishing there were more two person events uh they seem to be you know more fun than competing on your own but you know a lot more competitive than than the charity scrambles that you know you're not quite sure who's 
you know, the uh, the scores that some of the, the groups yeah, are turning that, in. That, that's what I was going to say. The two-man is almost perfect because then you don't ever have to question that because you, you know, you always have a team checking them, right? You don't have that team that comes in at 21 under and you're like, okay, come on. Exactly. Yep. And so, and we, you know, we do a pretty good, pretty good skins game. So there's, there's some, you know, some decent sized money that's flown around. And, and for us, the, the, uh, the two man event is perfect. You, you get to play with a partner, sign up with a partner and play. Um, you get to meet some, some great people. You know, we've, we've had a couple, uh, instances where, you know, all of our pairings are random. Um, and we've had a couple groups that got paired together and, you know, now they, they exchange contact information after the round and, you know, they now play golf or hang out regularly, which is uh, that's awesome. pretty, pretty neat to hear. Yeah. That's an awesome, just secondary kind of win for the whole thing, you know? Yeah. Um, um but yeah, so in, in, in 2018, you know, I basically had this idea, you know, that maybe other people also like this, this format. Yeah. And so I, you know, I had a website built. Uh, fairly cheaply, uh, ran a couple of Facebook ads just to kind of see if get the if, get the interest uh, up, gauge the interest. Yeah, and you know the the first year or so, we probably averaged maybe twenty or thirty teams at each event. Um, fairly low numbers. I think we had one event where we had maybe ten teams. Okay. Um, and and at that point, I was uh, you know I'm a I'm my full time job. I work in Microsoft Excel a lot, so I was. You know, taking everybody's scorecards after the round and punching in their whole by whole scores yeah. into Excel and, and manually updating the leaderboard. Right. Um, it was quite a quite a process. Yeah. Uh, but we've kind of over the years, um, I tried to make it easier on myself, but also also improve the the experience for everybody that's playing in these events. Yeah, we have the, so, the it's awesome the golf. So for those that haven't played in one, they have a uh, it's a you know the Golf Genius app, and you someone in your group enters the whole by whole score and you can actually look at a live leaderboard at any point in the tournament. It's, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's just been huge. It, it helps me out a lot with the, with the organization. Right. Uh, but really like, you know, I, I kind of just have just tried to build this thing to, you know, kind of what would I like to play in event? You know, what features would I like to have in the, yeah. in the tournaments that I play in? So, and so, that live scoring is, is just really neat. You know, you, yeah. can, you kind of feel like you're at a, at a professional event where you can really see, you know, after each hole, how you stack up against the, the right, rest of the field. Right. So and it, that's and, been pretty neat. And, the, you know, the, the flags on the first tee and the, the podiums with the trophies right there, like that, that gives it that, kicks it up a notch for that little tournament feel. So... Is it is it just you? You just have you know you just grab people here and there to help you out, or you got a team of people that? Yeah. So it, it uh, up until this year, it, it was uh, just me kind of running back and forth across the state. Right. Um, but uh, this year, I, I hired two uh, guys to help run the events over in the Detroit area. Okay. Uh, Tom and Scott, and they've been they've been awesome. So if you, uh, I think it's been a couple events since you've been out to one of our our tournaments, but, uh, you, they'll be there on, uh, next Sunday, the 26th at Fieldstone. Okay. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're great. Uh, they, they help kind of run the day of events, check players in and out and, and help Marshall play and that type of thing. Okay. That's awesome. So are you, so normally you're playing in the West side events, right? Then you're just normally there just to hang out on the East side events. Uh, it, it kind of depends on the event, you know, base, basically, 
you know, my first goal is to make sure the event's running smoothly and, right. you know, as much as you can, that the, the pace of play uh, is, you know, at least reasonable. We, we have about 120 players at most of our events. Right. Um, so, you know, our goal is to try and get people close to, you know, get people around in four and a half or five hours would be great. Uh, a lot of that is course dependent and, and kind of condition dependent as well. Right. Um, so, you know, I, I, my first goal is, is make sure that's all taken care of. If the golf course has, you know, two or three Rangers that they can send out there, uh, then sometimes I'll play in the events. Just keep uh, everybody most, moving. Yeah. Most of the time I'm checking people in and out and then, uh, helping the marshal play. And don't worry for those, uh, listening when david does play i don't believe you're actually you don't actually accept prize money either which is which is noble of you yeah yeah correct yeah so i um it's it's sort of a i call it kind of a a side business slash hobby for me so i'm you know i'm able to make a little bit of money on on these events but most of the uh you know most of the money goes back to into the prize pool uh, so if, if I do play, yeah, I don't take any prize money. No, that's a, that's money. that's awesome. Uh, so uh, backing up to the the format a little bit. So it, the way I understand it is, depending on how many teams are there, there is an overall gross score winner, and then from there everything is divided into flights for the winnings. And if I understand it correctly, you do you basically flip a coin to decide which nine is the scoring nine and yeah, i think I, I think the easiest way to describe it is is how i came up with this format is and it's basically the, the same format as the tour championship is if you think about you know a golf tournament where you go out one day and you play 18 holes against let's say there's 60 teams uh we basically would take those day one scores and rank them lowest to highest and okay. split teams into let's say five flights of 12 teams each right based on those day one scores yeah and then you go back out there for day two and you're competing competing um among those teams in your flight and then you know the we pay out in, in our case the top four out of 12 teams in each flight based on their total two-day score so you might go into day two with a one or two stroke lead uh, against some of the other teams in your flight, or you might be a stroke or two behind, but you'll be competing with teams that, uh, you know, more or less shot the same score that you did on day one. So that's kind of the, the basis for our format. Um, you know, a lot of our tournaments are one day, 18 hole tournaments. And so instead of doing, doing it that way, we basically take one of the two nine holes, one of the two nine hole scores. So either right. the front nine or the back nine and use that to, to split teams into flights, and flights uh, like, you, like we would on, on day one of a tournament. No. Yeah. That makes sense. And it, I think what it does is it's, it gives, you know, the really good players that show up and have a chance to win it all. Obviously that they still have that, but for everybody else, if you have a bad nine holes, I mean, you can still, get into a lower flight and win money which is great yes and that that's what i like about it too like you said there there are some players that just want like you know they're they're there to 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 try and win the tournament and then we have a lot of players that are like you said earlier maybe in that 15 to 25 handicap range right and they know they've got no chance to win the tournament but uh, they still do have a chance to place 
within the top four, you know, out of well, twelve teams in their flight, kind right. of a one third chance to to win some money back. Yeah, and they're still gonna, you know, get they're there for the you know the competitive spirit of the event, and they're still gonna have a good time. So, yep. I, I do enjoy the format. Is there uh, is there any other formats you're maybe considering? I know you were you dabbled in a uh, a singles event at some point this year that I couldn't make, but for the most part, it's pretty much the same format, right? You either have a four ball. And a uh, and a scramble, and then now you're adding this uh, this alternate shot format. Yeah, uh, I think you know next year we'll we'll look at continuing to do uh, a bunch of two man events. You know, predominantly scrambles. That seems to be what most players like most. Right. Uh, but we're also looking at the idea of maybe having like a best ball championship and a scramble championship, and maybe oh, some okay. other mixing up some formats uh, yeah, a little bit cool. more in, next year. Yeah, I w- uh, I've I w- also also floated the idea of doing some some individual events um but want to make sure you know kind of our our uh i don't know what you'd call it kind of mantra behind the tour is we we do want to make sure that players of all abilities do have an have a chance to win something right for sure um and we don't like to uh because we're not like a country club or a golf club where you you know you're always playing with the same players uh, you know, I don't like to introduce handicaps into the mix, uh, just because it seems like, you know, it seems like whoever wins, everybody else just accuses them of, of being a sandbagger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so looking at some individual events and trying to figure out a, a way to format that with, uh, to give everybody a chance. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be awesome. Um, yeah, the, in, the, the, like a strictly four ball event and a scramble event, I'm sure you'd have plenty of interest in. In both of those so so right now you're looking at what like is it six seven events on each side of the state per year is that what you're maybe a little more yeah uh we basically try and do we either start at the end of april or, or early may and then the goal is kind of to do one event a month uh through october and we i think we're at maybe seven or eight events a year on each in each uh kind of region right now right and a lot of the events are the same weekend right like you might even or side by side weekends right where you have sometimes where you're going west side of the state on saturday east side of the state on sunday yes that's correct yep yeah so that i mean that soaks up a lot of your weekends so you add you add a lot more of those and it, it, it gets tough on your schedule yeah, we'd we'd be happy happy to add more, uh, and maybe as we as we continue to grow, um, we we may add a, a few more, um, especially now that we've got uh, Tom and Scott over over in the Detroit area to yeah, to help us out for sure. Um, but yeah, so that's something we're always looking at. But it seems to be this this uh, once a month cadence has worked well so far. Cool. Yeah, I I feel like it works really well. At least the ones that I've played in. Uh, there's also a so you can pay individually and do the, do just one event a year if you want to. But there's also a a membership that you can that you can get that I actually got this year. You want to tell the people a little about that? Yeah. Uh, so the goal was to uh, put together some sort of membership program that uh, for the players that wanted to play in, you know, three, four, or five events um, where uh, they could get you know some of our you know we'll call it membership swag uh but also the 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 main benefit of the membership is in addition to these individual events which have some good payouts and and skins games uh we do a team of the year race with some really great uh prizes so the the top prize is a 
a $500 gift card to Arcadia Bluffs. We've got some $300 gift cards to Forest Dunes and American Dunes, the new course over in uh, right, Grand, Grand Haven. Haven. Yep. And, uh, you know, some custom wedges from from uh, Club Champion. So uh, I think we've, we've got 15 prizes in, in each region. Uh, so if you finish in the top 15 in this team of the year race that we do, uh, you're going to win something uh, that will basically more than pay for your uh, annual membership. So oh, okay. I think the annual membership fee this year was somewhere around $70. And, you know, members got uh, to participate in this team of the year race and got some, some cool member uh, gifts as well. Yeah, we that... got some custom ball markers and a T-shirt. And, uh, yep, I'll to, uh, <laughs> I'll have to, I'll have to check my, my standings. If we have a good week, I might be able to get in the top 15. I haven't played in it in a while, but at the last event, I think we tied for second, and I was up, I think I was up there on the East Michigan side, but I'll have to take a look. That's that's just yeah, take, interesting. I take forget. a look as we, you know, the, the Tour Championship is obviously worth worth more points than, than most of our other events, right, or right. than all of our other events. Um, and then to give, you know, to we don't want to force everybody to play in, in all of the events. So right. we, we take, I think, the top five of the seven events um, is how we calculate your, your team of the year score. Oh, cool. So, you know, you, you probably won't be able to, to jump into first or second place if you haven't played in a few right. uh, events, but... Uh, I don't think the top 15s is out of the uh, out of the picture. Okay, I'm interested. I'll have to, I'm gonna have to go to the range after this. Um, <laughs> are, do you do you do it, it, for the, at least the ones that I've played in? It seems like you do a lot of the same courses, at least on the east side. Are there? I mean, how far in advance are you talking to some of these courses, and are you looking to maybe expand to some other courses? Yes, uh, you know, always looking to to move into some other courses. Um, you know, I'm I've got a few courses lined up already for the 2022 season. So usually towards the end of the summer, into the fall, is when I start contacting courses for the following year. Yeah. Um, you know, courses are, are very different. You know, for us to make it work, you know, we, we basically charge a hundred dollars uh, for most of our 18 hole events. And, you know, we, there are a lot of courses that, you know, we'd love to play, but, you know, the, the greens fees are, are close to that by themselves. And that's before we, we add the prize money to it. Right. Um, but we're always looking for, for suggestions on, on new courses that, that people want to play. Yeah. Uh, especially, you know, I, I live in West Michigan. I try to do, do my research on that, uh, uh, you know, kind of that East Michigan, Southeast Michigan courses, but, uh, you know, I'm sure I haven't haven't heard of or, or contacted them all. Yeah, for uh, sure. But yeah, the, the goal is to you know, there are, there are a few courses each year that you know they've really treated our group well, and, and we've gotten really positive feedback on. Yeah. So we'll, you know, we tend to have you know several courses that'll be the same most years, but we also like to mix in at least you know two or three new ones each year. So that, yeah. that's kind of the goal for next year would be to to. Uh, you know, add a few new courses to the mix. Yeah, I mean, uh, Field Sound's a great course, and if you can get a good price there, I mean, that's a great, great place to play. Yeah, yeah, we the the event staff there, uh, they've been great. Uh, the the only gripe I have with them is they their course layout. They've got two two par fives back to back, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna work hard to uh, to keep up the pace of play there. Yeah. Um, 
but uh, no, that's a, it's a fantastic course. It's always in good shape. Yeah. Uh, you know, the range is great and, and they, they really treat our players well. So we're excited to get there uh, for a tour championship this year and, and they'll certainly be on the schedule for uh, next year as well. Yeah. Great. Um, so you mentioned uh, 2022 and it, it's funny, like maybe an hour before we, uh, we jumped on the phone here to record, I got an email about a, uh, a an early some information for next year about the about the Minton Tour. We might be looking at a name change. What's what's going on? Yeah, uh, so uh, we are. You know, we we've we've had a lot of success, and we've gotten a lot of great feedback from from our players that are in in Michigan. And we don't have anything set in stone yet, um, but we're looking at uh, hosting some events in a few other cities. Uh, in 2022 and beyond so looking at uh, you know right now the name is Mitten Golf Tour uh, obviously that's a uh, you know a, M- a Michigan reference An awesome so, name awesome name by the way yeah yeah we're, we, we like it a lot and uh, you know MittenGolfTour.com will continue to get get you to to our website um, but we're looking at changing the name to uh, Weekend Golf uh, spelled W-K-N-D Golf Okay. Uh, so we just just created a uh, an Instagram page for that, and it's, that's just at WKND Golf. Uh, so feel free to to check that out. Uh, we'll, we're going to start posting some uh, some photos and videos from our tour championships. Uh, we'll do that obviously on both, both oh, pages. Okay. Yeah, that's. Okay. Um, but but yeah, we're we're excited to to try our hand at uh, growing into to a couple other cities as well. Okay, so I, I was worried at first. So you're not you're not moving the whole operation out of state. You're just looking to expand out of state. Yes. Yeah. We'll we'll continue to uh, you know host uh, hopefully even more events in in both West Michigan and and the Southeast Michigan area, and then uh, you know sort of try and similar to like what similar to what we've done over the past couple of years, sort of slowly build. Uh, yeah. You know, so hopefully some more like-minded golfers in, in a couple other cities as well. Oh, for sure. I'm not sure you're not going to have any shortage of, of golfers in the Midwest looking to play events like this. So I'm sure it'll, yeah. I'm sure it'll spread, spread fast enough. And I'm sure if it's close enough, you're going to have plenty of uh, Michiganders traveling, traveling to play in those. Yeah. Well, thanks for that. Yeah. We're, we're hoping so. We appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I think, uh, I think that, covers the former uh, mitten golf tour now weekend golf tour so what uh what about your so you told us you're a four handicap so that was that in high school or is that currently what's your golf game like these days well i think i actually checked my my ghim before i came on here i'm down to a 2.6 but that's that has a big asterisk on it i uh i had a night we have a nine month old uh so i played i think i played rounds this year uh so that's mostly uh that's mostly 2019 scores that are in there so i'm, oh, wow. I'm uh i'm about a two and a half uh on the on officially game. but okay. i'm probably playing more like a like a five or six right so now. if you were to play a nice money match you're you're gonna be hurting if hurting this weekend <laughs> yeah that, that's all right though I, i'd much rather be on that end uh versus you know people accusing me of, be, of be being too, yeah be so. too high and come out and going low yeah, yeah i get i get that i think mine's actually down to the lowest that i've that i've ever had it i think i'm down to a 3.2 and even that 
I would put an asterisk on because I play a course over in my area all the time, St. Clair Shores, and it's yep. like 6,200 yards from the tips. It's not an overly difficult golf course, and it's a par 70. So I know it's a, I know the system is really supposed to adjust for that, but it's just very different than a 6,600-yard course with, you know, protected greens and, you know, faster yeah, do you greens. play in any, um, any GAM events, any qualifiers or anything like that? I, I do every now and then. I that for the first time this year I played in the uh, what was the event called? I played it at Twin Lakes. Michigan Am qualifier. Or yeah, Michigan it was the qualifier? yeah that's what it, yeah it was the Michigan Am qualifier because I think yep. anyone under like a four point one is eligible to play in it. And so I played in that this year and it was the Friday of uh, Memorial Day weekend and it was about thirty five degrees and it rained the entire time. Oh. <laughs> it was brutal. I mean, I think the best score on the course was there was two guys that shot plus two. Wow. And I think yeah, those... plus seven, I think, was the was the alternate score. I think I ended up shooting 83 or 84, and I was, like, pretty pleased with that. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I mean, you, you, like you said, usually those, uh, you know, you see guys shoot under par or, or at least close to even par, but it sounds like those conditions were, <laughs> were tough. Yeah, it was brutal, but I'll definitely give it a try again. And then I've played in a couple of the, I don't know if you've played in the GAM scrambles, like the step-aside scrambles. I haven't yet. They, they look like a lot of fun. I just haven't had the time to. Yeah, I think this year they're actually not even doing a qualifier. They're doing, I think everyone that wants to play can automatically play in like the state championship just because a lot of them were canceled early on due to COVID. So, like, everybody can play in the state championship, and then there's, like, a regional one, and then I think the there's, like, a U.S. game scramble that's, I think it was in Vegas a couple years ago. But anyway, um, so you, I mean, you played golf in high school. You've been playing golf your whole life then. Uh, yeah, yeah, I probably started when I was six or seven. And, you know, I was always, I, w- I would say I was always decent without being really good <laughs> yeah yeah you, know, you a lot you, know, you go out with some some friends that are you know maybe 10 or 15 handicaps and they think you're a really good golfer and then you know you go play with somebody that actually knows how to how to swing a club and uh yeah you get humbled pretty quickly yeah exactly yeah it's a one a big regret that i have is that i didn't start playing golf earlier i didn't even i don't think i played my first 18 hole round until i was 20 or 21 and oh, just wow. just huge huge mistake by me it's like i was out there you know wrestling and playing baseball all these years like a like a fool when i could have been playing golf my whole life well better better late than never yeah true okay well uh one thing we always gotta ask of our guests these days with our new uh betting segment is uh you know whether you're a better or not we'll see if you have any good luck do you have a uh do you have a good line for us that you like this weekend, whether it's NCAA or NFL? Yeah, so you, you had kind of prepped me for this. Uh, I, I would, I'll tell your listeners I'm, I'm not much of a sports better. I, I do like to wager a little bit on the golf course, uh, but don't do much sports betting. So uh, so we might have beginner's not sure, luck. Not sure if I follow my advice. but Beginner's uh, luck. <laughs> I'll pick with my heart here. I'm going to say uh, I'm going to root against Urban Meyer and the Jaguars. And uh, I'll take the Broncos. Uh, that looks like they're laying six points. Okay. So that, that I don't hate it. They, I mean, pick. they um, didn't. They didn't look very good. Uh, they didn't look very good week one. So I don't hate that. 
Yeah, I, I could see him being one of these uh, college coaches that, you know, maybe he's out of the league in, in a year or two. So. Well, and you're already reading, I'm already reading rumors that he's going to be hunting for that USC job this uh, this winter, so. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> okay, and then uh, obviously we have uh, we have your two tour championship events coming up the next two weeks, and I'll be playing in the one next weekend. The only gripe I have about it is it's on Ryder Cup weekend. So we're gonna, I'm going to be playing 36 holes during Sunday singles of the Ryder Cup. So. Yeah, I, I don't think I planned that one out too well. I, uh, you know, we were looking for a, a nice fall weekend, and and we we've uh, failed to to take into the account the Ryder Cup. Well, unfortunately, on the, on the plus side, the the weather's probably going to be great, so I won't be too mad. I'm sure we'll have it going on on somebody's phone in the golf cart. So it, it's yeah, it's going to be fun either way. So who? Uh, who you got in the Ryder Cup? I, I like the U.S. team. I mean, I'm, I'll obviously be rooting for them. Um, I'm actually going to the Ryder Cup on, on Friday, so I'll be oh, out on, nice. on the site, which will be a first for me. Uh, but I think, you know, I, I, I listen to the, uh, in addition to your, your podcast, I listen to the No Laying Up guys, and, and uh, I kind of agree with, with them that Whistling Straits sets up uh, pretty well for the U.S. team. It's It seems to be more of a, more of a bomber's course and, and the, yeah. the U.S. team has a lot of guys that can can hit it pretty far. You know, I guess I'd be concerned about, uh, you know, Bryson seems like he's a little bit more focused on the long drive, the long drive contest the day after. And, uh, and Brooks doesn't seem too, uh, you know, too invested in the in the event. So that, that would be kind of the the red flag or the, the warning there. But, uh, you know, I think I think the U.S. just has has too much talent. And, yeah, uh, I I think that that carries the way here. Someone made a great point. I'm not sure if it was on the No Laying Up podcast or it, it might have been Kyle Porter from CBS, but they were like, the U.S. is basically favored every year. It's like, how many times can they be favored and just not come through? Like, one of these times it's just going to be they are just better and they're just going to win on talent alone. It's not going to have anything to do with the team and the pairings and anything. It's just going to be they are better across the board. Yep. Yeah, I think that could be this year. Yeah, that that I would love to see it. So I will be I'll be watching. Um, but anyway, uh, David, thanks. Appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on. Uh, look forward to look forward to seeing you at the tour championship next week. Sounds great, Danny. Thanks for having me on the podcast. It was my first one, and uh, really enjoyed it. Thanks so yeah, much. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to do it again sometime. So for all those uh, listening, go check out mittengolftour.com. Sign up for the events. These they're a lot of fun. If you just want to play some random competitive golf, it's it's a good time. So, and for everybody else uh, out there watching football, practicing this weekend, you know what to do. Keep it under hundred. When you grab all your buds and you about to hit the links, when you take out a club and you about to hit a swing, what you gonna do? Shit, what you mean? Keep it under, keep it under, under hundred. 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 We keep it under a hundred.